Alrighty ho! Welcome to the show, everybody. It's Hump Day. It's Wednesday. It's back to the window with Scott and Scott. I am your host, Scott Steen, lead handicapper at winnersandwiners.com. And I'm your co-host, Scott Reichel, senior handicapper over at winnersandwiners.com. And together, we uh, we put our we put our minds into meld mode and bring you the show every single day, Monday through Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern, at 2 p.m. Central, helping you in that journey to head back to the window. Well, Scott, I faded the Royals. Looked it didn't look good after the first inning, but uh, yeah, Toronto doing their thing. They put up two runs. So, uh, truth is, as soon as they went down three nothing and they pulled Kikuchi, I live bet Toronto. Had to, had to. I, I gave that advice on the uh, on the show with Chris. I said, now's the time to pound it. You got the bases loaded. You got the reliever in. You're never going to get a better price. You're at the apex of betting Toronto. This is the time. Kansas City scored three. Which means they have to score zero for the rest of the game. So and they left the bases loaded uh, when they scored three. So yep. yeah, very good. And let's check in with the comment section. Timmy Earl in the house once again. Thanks to Tim yesterday for stopping by and lending some of his expertise in the world of college baseball as we uh, get ready with the super regionals. Very good, Tim. Good to have you. Nathan Cerna checking in. Said uh, he's about the Yankees run line today minus one one and a half. Very good. Very good. Why not play that again? J.C. Stone checking in. Joan S. says, uh, happy hump day. Fellas, uh, you got this. Yeah, we yeah we do. 1777 memorabilia checking in. Good to see him in the house as well. How'd your Tuesday go, Skeeter? Overall, ended up winning my play of the day. I had the well, Blue Jays minus one and a half against the Royals, which was a fun time. They won seven nothing. Besides that, not great. To be honest, I had a couple plays on the hockey game. I had a couple of first goal scores, and Pat Maroon decided to kick my ass. And to make it even worse, the person who scored the second goal and the third goal in the game, I had for first goal score. So I ripped that up, and I had Igor over in saves. That was not even close. Nope. So even though I won my play of the day, I had a losing day. Happens. Look for a bounce back. Okay. Very good. Very solid. We went... Uh... Two and two on the preems. You and I hit the farmer course with the Yankees. And uh, my play of the day was the Giants. Man, they got off to a great start. Put up three runs in the first. And that was it. No more. No more. No more runs for you, Giants. So, fuck off. And I had to stay up late for that one. Luckily, I was still uh, I was still up when the uh, tornado blew through, which was fun. Had a, little, uh, had a little pop out of the clouds about four miles from my house. 135 in the morning. That's a, uh, I don't like those middle of the night tornadoes, Scott. You know, we, uh, as I said on the last show, live in the Midwest. We hear there's a tornado coming. We all run out of our houses to see it. But middle of the night when you can't see that shit, I don't like it. I don't like it. Yeah, I'm, so. I'm pretty sure t- uh, tornadoes are a negative EV play. Uh, yes. Yes, they are. Now, if you look at the odds, you look at it from a betting perspective, you know, the odds are really, really in your favor not to get hit. But when they start, when they start coming in, Close to you, uh, those odds go down considerably. So let's just say it was a thundershirt night for the dog around here. So good to have everybody here as well. Uh, MZ took the cooch over two and a half earned runs. Very good. Very good. Uh, Easy cash there in the first inning. That's a rocking chair, MZ. And Nathan Cerna's got a three-teamer. He had a three-teamer yesterday. Yanks, Marlins, run line, and the lightning. Very good. Yeah. You got anything on uh, Nottingham or Denbosch? Uh, personally, no. Uh, I actually have a play in. It's a future for one of the tennis mat for one of the tennis tournaments. 
I have Berrettini to win his quarter at around minus 110. He won today in three, so I need to win one more match at minus 110. Luckily, the people he was the person who's supposed to play against you still don't know who it's going to be because they had rain shocker on grass so they had rain and the sun ago match ended up getting postponed so Berrettini's gonna have to play a guy who should be fatigued because one of his two opponents have to play basically one and a half matches tomorrow so hopefully that works in my favor brutal brutal uh jc stone says tornado pucker time uh yeah it was uh it got quiet. Um, you could hear the sirens blow because your phone goes off. And then, of course, I turned everything off and I heard the sirens. And that's never a good sign. And then everything got quiet. And that's is, is somebody, if you live in the Midwest, you know when it's fucking raining and shit, you're fine. When it gets quiet, uh, that's when you want to be very, very afraid. So, yeah, thanks, JC. It was it was a little more excitement than I was looking for there as I uh, get ready to go to bed. So. Uh, Rochelle, do you like uh, Marlon's run line today with uh, Al Cantor on the mound? We might, might not. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> very good. Very good indeed. Uh, by the way, it's now 3-3 uh, with, uh, with the Toronto Blue Jays. So we're back to, uh, we're back to square one. Every, all, yep. all is good. I, I told everybody not to panic. So I forgot what, I don't know what the actual live line was when it was down 3 nothing. I jumped in at around 3-1. to one. Somebody said you could get a. I think they said you, you could get a run at like plus one fifteen. Okay. Plus one or one and a half. So yeah, it was a. Uh, I had it anyway. I just I didn't because I was in the middle of a show. I didn't jump on it, but I, I took it before the game. I took the run line before the game. So. Uh, we'll see how that goes. Anyway, uh, Blue Jays done in the third. So three three. Yeah, tied it up though. We're good. It's all good, buddy. Um, don't forget to like and subscribe. All right. Did you live bet Toronto? No, no, I was doing the show, and I know that I know that doesn't usually inhibit me, but I was doing a couple different things. So no, I. Didn't. I was gonna say you can get them now at about minus one thirty. No, that's still probably a good price. Like I said, I got a I got a pretty substantial run line play on them. I'm, I'm okay. Good. I'm fair okay. enough. Uh, yes, Bronco, you're right. You're you're right, buddy. So subscribe, very very important because as of Monday, five days from now. Max Wagers Network is going to be the only place you can get us live in, I was going to say live in person, but yeah, live on the YouTube. Winners and Winners YouTube channel will just be for our daily content. So make sure you get subscribed to both, but special emphasis, if you haven't subscribed to the Max Wagers Network, make sure you get over there and do just that. Um, you know, link to my premium plays. Those are in the description of today's video. Make sure you take care of that and... What else? Oh, great content. Max Wagers Network, of course. Noon o'clock, it's uh, Midday Money with Sean Higgs. One o'clock is Morning Wood with Allie Burns. Two o'clock is Chris and I doing just parlays. You and me here, right here we do. Monday through Friday, three o'clock, me and Scott. Four o'clock is Sean Miller talking about soccer from around the world. And five o'clock brings Game Time Decision with Detroit Lenny and Tim and Nick Earl talking everything under the sun, basically. Uh, no more whiners. That's right, Bronco. Um, C38 Cole Grizzly says I caught the money line plus 225 when it was there you go great play great play by the way Grizz congratulations on hitting your play last night with soccer and uh, he just started making some plays he was taking exact scores which is a very very hard thing to hit so uh, he got on the board last night. That's excellent. For, for which match? Oh, did he have the one-one draw in Germany? England? No, he didn't hit it. He uh, he had uh, the he had the first half under. 
uh, oh, okay. first half under a half in that game at like plus 165. Okay, cool. So there, there you go. Uh, Andrew says he grabbed plus 275 and plus two and a half on the money line. Uh, yeah, why he was watching us. <laughs> he said he reacted within a second when Scott said uh, you could uh, get maximum value now. There you go. Guess the only concern for Toronto is that I'm not a big Trent Thornton guy, but who is? Then again, Kansas City's bullpen's not great either. So the, the cooch, not great today. That that's what I'm saying. So I guess the argument is he can't be worse than the cooch today. No, he walked four guys in one inning. Forty five pi- forty five pitches, two outs. Not ideal. Yeah, not good. Uh, not good, Bob. And uh, of course, we got the great deal going on at Caesars. Scott, tell us about the deal at Caesars. So, if you enjoy insurance policies on your bets, then Caesars has you covered. First time wager up to eleven hundred dollars. If it loses, you get it back in the form of a free bet. And if it wins, then well, you don't need insurance because you won. So there you go. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Uh, you must use the code ATS wins Caesar. That's A T S W I N S C Z R. That is available in the description of today's video, along with the link that'll take you right there. Of course, it must be only in states where. Caesars is available, and you must be 21 to play, except from Wyoming and New Hampshire, where you must be 18. So I think that covers all the uh, all the housekeeping things, as they uh, as they say when you go in for day-long training sessions. You ever you ever done that? You ever gone to corporate, corporate training for anything? Uh, corporate training? Yeah. No. No, it's exciting. You, you do like two or three days on some bullshit, and they always start off the day, well, a few, few housekeeping items here. We're going to have a break at blah, blah, blah. There's the bathrooms and... And that's usually the highlight of whatever they're going to talk about. So, anyway. I, d- I did read somewhere, though, that some bullshit is better than bullshit. Some bullshit is better than bullshit. Okay, oh. fair enough. Uh, YouTube games this year are wild. <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah. it's uh, uh, they, have been, they have been pretty good games. So, uh, I got a feeling uh, Blue Jays game going to end up something like 13 to 12. We'll see. Okay. That's a, that's a, we're writing that down. That's a good prediction. Certainly starting that way. Uh, ninjas in the house. What up, Ninja? Good to see you. Well, Scott, there was a lot going on yesterday. We had a little, uh, had a little baseball, had a little, uh, had a little hockey, if you will. And, uh, let's kind of break it down. Let's hit the highlights, the lowlights. Let's find out who they were, the winners, the whiners, the P, the good news, the bad news, the people that, uh, took it in the shorts and the people that took it to the bank, man. It's, uh, there's a little bit of each and we're going to reveal the list right now as we talk about the Wednesday edition of Call the Cops. All right, well, we're going to start off in the major leagues as the Cardinals. If you had them plus one and a half, you're in great shape. Heading into extras and heading into the 10th inning with a two-to-one lead. Tampa Bay gets a couple guys on. Hey, come on now. We don't need to get out over our skis. Just a uh, just knock those two guys in, and you still uh, just a double. Just a double. It's all, it, you keep it in the park. Uh, no, no, there is no keeping it in the park. That's a three-run blast. That's a 4-2 game. Your Cardinals plus one and a half. It was oh so good for so long. And then it wasn't. Bye-bye. And if you had the Brewers on the money line against the Phillies, you were up one after eight innings, and you had exactly what you wanted because Josh Hader, who had not given up a run in the entire season, is coming into the game, and then he gave up not one but two solo homers, and the Brewers lost the game 3-2. to two. Ugh. 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 Brutal. Brutal. That's the reliever you want in that spot. It's exactly what you want. The guy that hasn't given up a run all season. 
Ah, very good. And the only surprise I didn't have. That's that's the kind of that's the kind of luck I've been running in the last couple of weeks. So, hey, if you had the Mets Padres first five over four and a half, they had four runs in the first two innings. Come on, no runs in the final three innings. Not one, not one. If you had the over four and a half, tear it up. Call the cops. Yep, Darvish was uh, dealing yesterday. Yesterday we got good Darvish. Yep. You don't always get it, but when he's on, he's on. That's right. He's uh he's a homer. He's a home he's yeah. a home road splits are extreme. All right. Well, there was some uh there was some good news out there yesterday. It wasn't just all uh it wasn't all just it wasn't all just call the cops. There was some nice easy wins involved. Maybe you were on the right side of these. You had those nice easy wins. You didn't have to watch the whole game, man. Why? Because you were already at home. You were ensconced in the rocking chair. So the first one, if you had some WNBA action, if you had the Liberty Biberty minus two and a half against the Lynx, they led by eight points at halftime and they won by 19. Very good. If you had the Marlins on the run line, minus one and a half against the Nationals, minus one and a half, two and a half, nine and a half, whatever you had, uh, they led five zip after two innings. You think, hey, we're off to a pretty good start here. And indeed you were. They ended up doing, winning that one at 12 to two over Johan Adon and the Washington Nationals. Scott had talked about it on Chris's show. He's uh, he's like one of those uh, one of those deals with an expire, uh, expiration date on the package at the store that's coming soon. Uh, this offer will not be around for long as far as Adon because he cannot continue to be this bad and still be in the rotation. So fade him while you can. I was going to say, Adon is one of those guys you mentioned, the expiration date's coming up soon. He reminds me of that piece of food you find in the back of the fridge that expired three months ago. Right. But you didn't realize it, so now you throw it out. Yeah. I think the Nationals have to toss him at some point, because he's he's awful. Yeah, well, but, they're like, they're opening it up, and they're smelling it, and they're going... I don't know. Like it, is it still it's, good? It smells okay. And then you like immediately give it to a family member to smell. So yeah, yeah, very good. Either way, if you had the if you had the Orioles on the money line against the Cubs, well, Keegan Thompson was good until yesterday because the Orioles killed them, and they won the game nine to three. They led seven to one after three innings. Yeah, it was really never in doubt at that point. Yep, yep. He was uh, much better on Saturday Night Live than he was pitching yesterday. No question yes, about that. That is true. So Scott. Odds makers, a lot of times they get it right, and you, and you look at a game, and you go, man, you guys are really on it. But then sometimes, every once in a while, about once a day, you're going to look at a game, and you're going to go, I don't know what you guys were thinking, because the results did not match up with the odds. And we'll talk about that one as we find out. Uh, yesterday, Scott, I think there was a little Jack Daniels going around when it came to this game. The odds makers, hey, man, you guys are drunk. So, you know, this is one of those ones where it's kind of hard to uh, it's kind of hard to to roast the odds makers too too hard. This is kind of one of those cases where you do what you, you can't can. put them much higher to you, be honest, right? Because the total in the Diamondback Reds game was ten and a half. So if any of you follow baseball totals, and I'm sure most of you do, you know that unless it's Colorado or Wrigley with the wind blowing out, ten and a half is a ton. That's about as high as you will ever see. So it's ten and a half, but. They put up 10 runs in the eighth inning alone, Scott. This game landed uh, 22. 22 is where this game landed. Uh, unless you want to turn it into the Arkansas-Oklahoma State game and make it 18 and a half. 
Odds makers, yeah, I get it. You were probably drinking after you saw the results because you knew you couldn't do much else. Yeah, it's also not just one game. Cincinnati's totals have been off for about a month. Yeah. They couldn't hit the ball for the first month or so of the season, and it feels like a lot of their games since then have been flying over. I get 10.5 as a number that, to be honest, you could put it at 15.5. It still would have been a rocking chair, but still, I have to at least mention it because they more than doubled the total. Yep, yep, absolutely, absolutely. So, Scott, before we get rolling on today's games, what do you make of the new uh, the, the new golf tour, the LIV golf, backed by uh, Saudi Arabia that some of the guys are defecting to? Now, when you say, what do I make of it? Which I'd say aspect of it are you talking about? Do you mean it's okay? Let me let me let let me break it. Let me break it down. Do you agree with guys going for the money? Do you agree with the PGA's tough stance that they're not going to be entirely welcoming of guys that are playing both? Let's start there. Uh, For me, I'm fine with it. At the end of the day, if you are going to have some type of basically contract negotiations indirectly between two organizations. Isn't it kind of similar to what the USFL did with the NFL and how they were targeting the same players in the 80s and how they were trying to steal the likes of Herschel Walker and Steve Young and all these guys away? I'm not going to blame the golf players who do this for a living for taking more money. Isn't that the whole purpose of job negotiation? Is there a moral aspect because of who's backing it, Scott? I would be a hypocrite if I said that there was because I root for Man City and soccer. And they also have a bunch of oil money. So, no, I don't know if that really matters. I mean, what's the argument there? That because it's from Saudi Arabia, you should automatically just be against joining them? Yes. Is is that basically the argument? That's basically the argument because of their human rights record, uh, their their, uh, record against women. Of course, you had the the killing of uh, Khashoggi that was uh, pretty much backed up by MBS. So, yeah, they're, they're, you know, they still do public beheadings in the same stadiums they play soccer in. I, I guess my counterpoint to all that was even though Saudis had a history of, let's just say, questionable human rights uh, violations, mm-hmm. why do I care if the golf players care? Why would the golf players care about that? Why do I care if the golf players care about that? Well, because the, the argument would be that if you except money from that regime. Then you kind of support what they're you're tacit, about. You're so tacitly supporting it. Exactly right. That's exactly well, right. For me, whatever. Okay. If, if you're playing golf to make money and they're offering you more money and you could still sleep at night, you do you. Okay. okay? Like, I, I don't personally mind. I guess it's good for me. And you get more golf tournaments to actually watch and bet on, which is nice. I'll tell you what, though. LIV is getting a bunch of golfers. I heard that DeChambeau and Reed also committed today. Right. Joining Dustin Johnson, joining Kevin Na. I know Na's not on the same caliber as some of those other guys, but yeah, they're building up a decent amount of uh, golfers there. Oosthausen, I know, is also on that list. So I have no, I have no issues with it. If you want to be one of those people that tag them on Twitter and complain, well, blah da 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 da, why you do? Like, I don't care. You play a sport for a living. Do what you want. <laughs> All right. Uh, I, I just don't believe that athletes need to be the moral high ground. If if they're fine with playing for money, play for money. I mean, we've had this conversation before about Antonio Brown being in the NFL. We've had conversations about even Tyree Kill. Hell, very timely discussion. You have Deshaun Watson. Right, 
Right. I mean, it's not just a matter of what country you play for. It seems like a lot of leagues, regardless of what country you're in, have really not cared too heavily about the moral high ground argument. So I'm not really going to start now. Athletes are going to do what they want to do. It is what it is. All right. Very good. Um, Bron- uh, comment section seems to agree with you, with the exception of uh, Bronco Devil. So, uh, yeah. Okay. Of course, in, in a better world, you'd have athletes that would rather be willing to sacrifice millions of dollars for the quote-unquote greater good. But the golfers also look at it saying, if we don't sign this, they're going to find other golfers that will. So it's not like if they choose to not sign this, the entire LIV is going to dissolve. I don't think it's really going to change much whether a couple of mainstream golfers join or not. Okay. Uh, Do you? JR Black. When you have have a blank check – you're kind of too big to fail, aren't you? They're going to keep throwing money at anybody. Yeah, they, they've, they've, they've got what you call deep pockets, I believe. Uh, I'm, J- I'm just saying. J- I'm not surprised. I don't really care. J.R. Black says it's a slippery slope to cast judgment upon other countries' historical behaviors. Uh, I would agree with that statement. However, um, Saudi Arabia's behavior is pretty much ongoing, I think would be my argument there. It's not necessarily something that happened in the past. I mean, you know, this country that we sit in right here uh, has had a few uh, a few moments that uh, look less than stellar to the outside world, let's say. But the key is separating historical from ongoing. So again, I agree with you. I mean, and if, if, if they're going to pay you the money, it's not your job to be the arbiter of, uh, of people's attitudes. You can't, you have to find other avenues to put pressure on countries to change your behavior if you want to do that. Of course, Saudi Arabia uh, swings that big oil dick. So really nobody gets to tell them what to do. I'm just saying, we're talking about based on current events, I can't exactly criticize people for taking money from another country when the Browns just gave 200-something million dollars guaranteed to a rapist. Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm sorry. Like I, I just don't uh, really believe in comparing alleged moral high rapist. ground, whatever. Alleged. Sorry, oh. sexual assaultist. Alleged. alleged. Alleged sexual assaultist from 66 different massage therapists that oh. were given NDAs. Alleged. I'm just saying. Alleged. Okay, he did I, it. I you like. Know, it's fine. I like being on the air. I like yeah, having fine. a show, so I like adding the word alleged. That's fair. I mean, yeah, OJ didn't do it, right? Be happy says uh, slavery occurs in the kingdom, not chief's kingdom. No. I I think you understand my point. I can't criticize moral high ground when domestic organizations are giving people with checkered pasts that have ongoing allegations 200-something million dollars guaranteed. All right. So, so, so there you go. Here's my take. I wish Saudi Arabia and every country that is less than stellar when it comes to human rights would change their ways. Do I think golfers are the instrument to put pressure on there? No, we're selling weapons to Saudi Arabia. We're doing business with Saudi Arabia. We have uh, we have people that are uh, we have we have people the contractors that are there right now working. Uh, I don't know why you, I don't know why you can say well um, we can we can sell Raytheon products, but you can't play golf there. That seems, I mean I don't that I don't seems think a little would, fucking disingenuous to me. So. I don't think I would personally be allowed to enter Saudi Arabia because <laughs> no, I'm, I'm Jewish. But you know what they're going to do their own thing, whatever. Yeah, uh, just say allegedly. Thank you, Jr. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's so funny. Uh, Chiefs have no morals. What? Oh, Bronco Devil. Of course, I should have known. I should have known. 
so these ladies been to do yeah, it's um I agree, Ryan. I mean that's that's um Yep, yep. They come back to tie, buddy. That's right. Uh, James so so the ladies uh, that are in the business where dudes pull out their dick and it's wrong. Uh, yes. Yes, absolutely. There's, again, you know, I don't fucking, yes, there's all kinds of problems everywhere. <laughs> the point is that it's not even just one franchise that's at fault here. It's two. One, Cleveland for actually being willing to pay him this without conducting their own investigation well, or at they least did, talking to some of they, the... They did, apparently. Apparently not well enough. It wasn't a good one. Apparently they weren't asking the right questions or any questions, but the Texans, I get he's your franchise quarterback. You really gave NDAs to every single one of the massage therapists, really? Really? Like, this is where we're at now? Like, <sighs> come on, man. Be better. Yeah. I can't say I'm surprised. I'm not. I'm, I'm disappointed. I am a little bit mad, but I'm disappointed. Fair enough. Just saying. Fair enough. Um, Singer has the highest called strike rate in the MLB. I had not heard that, Ryan. That, that, that is, has been the case for a couple of years. That is an excellent, that is an excellent I'm point. sure Perez helps with his framing. Perez not a great framer. That's, really? That's the weird thing. That's, that's, the, that's the knock on Perez. I figured he would have been. No, you'd think because he's, he's a really good catcher. But no, the knock on Perez is he can't frame pitches. Uh, you know who can frame pitches? Uh, Melendez. The kid Definitely that, not Gary Sanchez. The kid that's up now. No, not Gary Sanchez. So, all right, Scott got NBA tonight, buddy. Um, yep. Heading back to Boston. We're tied at 1-1. This has really been a game, uh, or a series, rather, that's been mm, pretty even for a lot of it. They've just had some blowout quarters. So, what do we got in this one? I like Golden State tonight. Boston's laying three and a half. I don't think they should be. I get the argument is home court's usually worth a de facto three points. My question for you, if a team is five and four straight up at home, how many points is their home court actually worth? That's the great question. That's, you know, that's, you know, because you just, obviously you take you hate, take home court and you, you assign an overall value, but individually you get in trouble just using that number as a blanket, right? I, that's what I'd assume. Now, do I think Boston is going to play better at home? There's no guarantee about it. Because I think if you look at the teams from top to bottom, I think Golden State's the better team. Now, Boston, of course, has more size on the interior. And you can argue that Tatum and Brown are, you know, definitely capable of winning a series if they're able to play well at the same time. The problem is you have Golden State with a plethora of wing defenders. And I'm looking at a situation where I do feel like Golden State has several different options that can limit Tatum and Brown. And I'm looking at what Boston has on Curry. Do they have anything? Because Marcus Smart was supposed to be their main guy, and Curry's been lighting up the entire team. Yeah. Do they have many counters? Um, No, and that's that's been the problem so far. This The Warriors, I mean, can we say as at the end of the day, as Curry's gone, that's how the Warriors have gone. Pretty much. Now, I guess the counter argument is, well, what happens if Curry sucks? And my argument would be, what happens if Clay doesn't suck? That's the thing. Clay's been awful in this entire series. Right. And Golden State has still fared quite well. And I'm looking at a situation where Boston has to rely on big contributions offensively from Al Horford and from Marcus Smart. And I don't think either of those are too reliable. 
I think that Golden State does have other options and Poole, Wiggins, we've seen have moments there. But I just think Golden State's defense, especially with the injury to Robert Williams, is significantly better than Boston's defense. Do you have the same feeling? Especially with Gary Payton II being healthy again? You know, I did until I saw him play game two and or uh, game one, rather. So we'll see. Payton didn't play. We'll, see, we'll see what a difference Payton makes um, because they've, they've held him out. So now we'll see. Uh, it was great in game two. Yeah. Yep, that's he. He was uh, uh what, eighty five percent? You think ninety percent? He looked close to a hundred in terms of instincts. I'll tell you that much. It, the thing is, he didn't have a leg injury. It was an arm injury, so he could definitely have still been doing some type of conditioning exercises leading up to. So I'm not exactly surprised that he hit the ground running, so to speak, to play twenty five minutes. Right. But I think you can make a serious case in game two he might have been the second-best player for Golden State. I thought he was that impactful defensively. Okay. All right. That's a pretty hot take. I think it might be. But I think if you watch Gary Payton, you could just tell that he, whenever he was on the court, was just an absolute disruptor for Boston's offense. And there's a reason why Gary Payton the second, I believe his plus-minus was plus 15. I thought he was great. Okay. So you've got Golden State in the points tonight, huh? I like the money one. I just think that there's a lot of value in Golden State. I understand the argument of Boston in front of the home crowd, first finals game in like 10 years. It's a great story. They're not very good at home in the playoffs. So if you want to give me the veteran team that's won a road game in each of the last 20-something playoff series at around plus 140 on the money line, and Golden State, from what I've seen, has looked like the deeper overall team, I'm interested. Just saying. Magellan's got pool first basket plus 1,500. Don't hate that. I'm a little bit confused by that one. Is is pool going to be on the floor to start the game? I thought he comes off the bench. Well, he did, he, um, he did in game two. Yeah, that is a... Uh... I mean, pool or like Looney? I don't know. He's got pool. I was going to say, because pool I don't think is starting. No. No, Poole hasn't. Did he start the first couple games? No, Poole hasn't been starting. I don't think he was. He's getting 23 minutes, so. I don't know. Okay. Uh, For the record, I'm leaning towards Boston for first uh, score because Kavon Looney might be the worst jump ball center in the entire league. So I'm just expecting Boston to get the ball first. Okay. All right. Um, Yeah, I've got, uh, got the other side here, so. Okay. We'll see how that goes. I don't. I don't. By the have... way, Kansas City took the lead. Benintendi get a hit. Uh, he got a hit, and then they ran a. They did a hit and run with Perez. Smart call. Would have been a double play, and it ended up resulting in a single. Huh. All right. And then Witt got a hit. So all right. All right. Again, I'm. You know, obviously, I'm. I'm going to say I'm not worried. Yeah, I was right. So Magellan meant Looney. That's what I thought. Okay. okay. All right. Very good. That makes a lot more sense. Um, last game showed uh, showed a lot. I think about the Celtics. The Warriors win. Agree with uh, agree with you. Says Noack. Okay. All right. I, Boston I just, could win. I'm just going to take the value. Okay. Uh, I I tell you what I do like. I like Boston first half. Yeah, that's fair. We'll see how the third quarter goes. My play of the day is Golden State third quarter. Okay. So I mean, you can't go wrong with that. That's been a money maker for what eight years. Yeah. 
yeah, it has been it's been a monster, and it's been a monster even in the playoffs. So, um, Boston team is forty seven sixteen. Um, that's their last sixty three. Let me ask you does it does it bother you that Golden State hasn't played a road game about two weeks? No. Okay. I don't think it really matters to me. The okay. thing that you can argue, which I think is more concerning in favor in favor of Boston, is the fact that momentum's kind of non-existent because you have multiple days off in between games. So I guess it might be easier for Boston to forget about what happened in game two. All right. But from what I saw, Golden State just seems like the deeper team. And I expect depth and defense to travel. And Boston's defense is definitely not the same when Robert Williams is limping around for half the game. Played 14 minutes in game two. I'm not sure how many minutes he's going to play in this one. But I'm going to go with Golden State. Okay, good enough. Uh, J.R. Black wanted to know when we were both going to be on chaos. Uh, looking for looking for another five pick. Yeah, no kidding. Um, we missed last night because I think it was Allie's birthday week. Yeah. So God bless her for celebrating the entire week of her birthday. Scott, do you do birthday week? No, I barely do a day. You don't do. Do it. you still have huge celebrations for birthdays? I don't think I've done anything for a birthday celebration, and I don't even know how long. No, we've always been pretty low key as a family. Now, because my granddaughter is alive, obviously those things are an event. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, I'll get uh, you know I'll have a I'll have a kid that'll take me out to lunch or something like that, or maybe we'll go to a ball game. But uh, no, at this point, uh, spending time with the kids who all have their own lives. Uh, just getting to spend a day or a half a day, whatever. Uh, that's that's the present I'm looking for, man. You know, so yeah, I don't need shit. You know, I'm sure you're kind of where I am. If you need something, you buy it throughout yeah. the year, so you don't have this big list of you know wherever birthday comes around. So yeah, no. I was never a big party person. Where I would have maybe some friends come over, nothing big, but I usually just go to dinner with one of my parents or like I'll do it one night and then I'll go out with the other one the night after and we'll figure it out. But no, I've really not been a big birthday person pretty much ever. I mean, my parents would get me gifts anyway without me asking, Right. but I don't voluntarily say I need this, give me this, whatever. Yep. yep. That's how I look at it. Yep. I agree. I agree. So, um, yeah, she'll be, uh, so we should be on next week again. Uh, I know there's a lot of alley fans out there. Do you think Golden State looks as this as a must-win, Scott, as J.C. No. Stone? I think it's a must-win for Boston, in my opinion. I know it's still early in the series, but you're on against a veteran team yep. that has been here before. You have not. You had a nice game, one where you were pretty fortunate that Golden State fell apart and blew a double-digit lead entering the fourth quarter, and you got blown out in game two. So I do think this game, in my opinion, is a must-win game for Boston because I do believe if Golden State smells blood in the water, they'll put it away. And I'm not sure Boston will be able to handle the response I'm, or the adversity, I should say, if they go down 2-1. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same way. I think there's a lot more pressure on the home team here to, uh, to win this game and go up 2-1 because you don't want to be, you don't want to be, uh, you don't want to be down in this. Yeah, in, but is it, is spot. it, you know, is it a must win game for Golden State? No, no, there's, there's more pressure on Boston at this, at this point. I agree. Uh, Bronco Devil says that uh, at his age, he doesn't want to celebrate any birthdays. Now, I will say this. that for At my... what point does that pivot, by the way? You go from being excited about birthdays to I'm getting old. Uh, 21. 21? Okay. Yeah, maybe 25. Um, but they did. the family did get together with, with a bunch of my friends and throw a surprise party uh, last year for me. 
Okay. And yeah. first, this first surprise party I've had since I was sixteen. So and that was and Were it was surprised a hundred percent, hundred percent. Where they were. Uh, we were going on a uh, a scavenger hunt around the city at different at different points, and we ended up at this bar where I'd spent some time and knew some people. And I walked in, and fucking fifty people are there that I know. I was absolutely blown away. Nice. So yeah, sounds like you had a good time. Oh, I did, and they did. They did a great job. The family did a great job. So uh, anyway, always um, I always got to celebrate your birthday. Okay. Uh, just look at the comments here. All right, very good. Uh, Royals up five three now into the fourth. Yeah, okay. All right. Still a lot of time left. Royals bullpen's going to get involved. You know. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we talked about the basketball. What do you like on the total there, Scott? It's been uh, opened up uh, yeah, around two fourteen, two fourteen and a half. Went down to about two twelve and a half. Now it's bumping back up a little bit. Two twelve and a half seemed to be the buyback point. What do you think? I like the under. From what I've seen in the first two games, the pace is non-existent. Both teams, you know, are good defensively, but they really have taken the air out of the ball. And we've seen a lot of long possessions. Of course, with shooting, there's a lot of variance involved. You can't predict what's going to happen from three-point shooting, et cetera. But I can judge pace and the lack thereof. And based on the lack of overall flow, Scott Foster's the refs, you know, the free throws are going to kill any type of pace involved or any type of flow. His games have been pretty low scoring so far in the postseason. So I'm going to ride that train. Give me the under. Yeah, there haven't been – they've really let him play in this series so far. We'll see We'll see what happens with Scott Foster, but there's been some there's been some legal muggings going on out there. Golden State – We know Scott Foster is not afraid of a bunch of low-scoring games where some star players might get into foul trouble early on. Golden State is a weird team in that they, they like to push the pace, but with their offense, they're not afraid to run a bunch of set pieces. So yeah. So they'll put the pressure on you – They'll get the ball up quickly, but then they run their back their back cut offense, and they're not afraid to make the extra three passes. So, yeah, it's uh it's hard for me to get involved in the over in this game as well. I'm with you on the, uh, I'm on the under as well. 17. I am looking at Boston's team total under at about 108, 108 and a half. I get the argument is you know Boston put up 120 in game one, but they've been shooting well from three up to this point in the series including game two and Tatum also scored about 28 points in game two and they only scored 88. So I'm not really sure where the other 21 points are supposed to come from. Do you No. besides, besides smart and Horford, I guess, but you shot well from three Tatum was good offense for, in terms of points. And I feel like this number's too low. I, I think it should be closer or too high. I mean, I think it should be closer to hell one Oh five and a half, something like that, but I'll dare them to, solve this Golden State defensive Rubik's Cube with Peyton the second playing, and I'm going to go ahead and go with the under. Yeah, it would uh, it would be helpful if Brown wasn't terrible again uh, to yeah. Boston. He shot 5 for 5 for 17 in that uh, second game. So uh, you, you absolutely – you almost have to have these guys – you have to have 40 between uh, Tatum and Brown. I got to have more than that. 40, are you, uh, if you want to go over this number, you go I think you need 50. 50. Okay. Unless I'm, you get another three-point barrage by Derek White, Marcus Smart, and Horford, I'll take my chances on that one. Okay. All right. Very good. Um, this is what he said. They, they party like a rock star with fucking cocaine and women. Like, God bless you. you must, I hope you're young. 
to me, Scott, there's the Belushi rule. There's the Belushi uh, John Candy rule that uh, when you turn 30, you can choose between being fat or doing cocaine, but you can't do both. So uh, I think you see which direction I leaned. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, Jonas says, when I turned 50, it was my first birthday party. It was a surprise. Very good, Joan. The big 5-0. Congratulations. Um, it is rugby. Not watchable. Fouls on every play and not called. David, I kind of agree with you. I, I don't know. I wouldn't call it unwatchable, but man, they're getting away with a lot. Dude, Scott, am it's, I crazy it's here? It's to find a medium, though. We all complained during the season. They called too I, many fouls. Yep. Yep. I know. So... Uh, could they just, uh, I think a, a good compromise there is just call the fouls I want to see called. That's fair. Can so we do that? if you that? have money on the team, you just want free throws. Yes, exactly yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Um, okay. So before we, uh, before we do our, uh, our rural thing, what, uh, what baseball has you excited tonight? Well, we're saving one play for later. Sort of. I the, <laughs> sort of. I have the Yankees minus one and a half as my play of the day. Okay. I couldn't really say no to that. Do you want to lay a decent price with the Red Sox, or didn't the Angels finally snap it? It's a real question. You're just playing Russian roulette at this point. Well, and you're really playing Russian roulette with Detmers. Yeah. Because, you know, he had the he had the the one fantastic game and then two horrific games, and then was decent his uh, his last time out. He didn't he didn't go long. He went four and four and a third. He didn't give up any runs. However, the little storm clouds on the horizon in that four and a third inning, he gave up five hits and three walks. So it's not like he was mowing them down. So I don't. Do you like the team total over? Yeah. Or do you think Detmers actually pitches decently? No, I know Yavaldi. I like, but he's been awful for the last month. He's a. Uh, he's actually been decent uh, for the last month. Um, he. I think Yavaldi was awful. No, nah, he was awful early, but. Okay. Uh, my bad. He, and then I flipped it. He's given up. He, he's given up four four earned over his last three starts, and they've uh, he's got some length. He's gone twenty one and two thirds innings, so he's averaging. Okay, so I, f- I forgot that he that the Astros start was four starts ago. I thought that was like two starts ago. Right. Yeah. Against. But Ur- yeah, he Ur- got, he got shelled in that one. He's been okay since. He had yep. the complete game uh, yep. against the Orioles. Yeah. I, I like Yavaldi in the spot anyway. The Angels. It's one of those things where people can keep trying to predict when they're going to snap the streak. Right. You've made a lot more money if you've been riding the streak. That's all I'm saying. Yes, absolutely correct. Um, I, I I can't. There might be a spot. I took the Angels over the weekend when it was reaching. I don't know if it, it wasn't quite. I think it was at nine. I took because the Phillies are a psycho team, too. So. I, I took them on Saturday. I thought we had a shot there, but. It didn't work out, obviously. So, yes, you're right. Obviously, it's going to end at some point. I just don't think this is going to be the case. I think you've got a couple ways to beat him. You have, you have the possibility of Valde really stepping up and being good, or you have the possible possibility of Detmers being uh, awful once again and the Red yep. Sox breaking through. I'm more. Or confident. the Angels' bullpen falls apart again. Or the Angels' bullpen falls apart. Yep. Uh, Scott Noack said a lot of us party like rock stars in the '80s. Uh, you ain't right. You ain't lying, brother. I uh, I, I I pretty much. I pretty much crammed it all into one decade, if, if, if I'm being honest, uh, for about, yeah, 85, 85% of my party, and I probably did in a 10-year period, and it was coincided pretty well with the 80s. So, yeah, you're absolutely right, Scotty. Do you have any other games you want to talk about for baseball? Well, you know, again, I really like to – I'm still on the fade the Royals train, even if they don't puke it up today, which – 
you know, again, be patient. But we'll uh, see. Singer is at about 90 pitches, so the bullpen still has time to blow this. Oh, sure, sure, absolutely true. Uh, I got a question for you. What do you got with Stroman there? Against what going, do I got? You got a bad pitcher. We're going against going against. Is he done? Are you uh, Stroman? Yeah, uh, he's not good. Uh, I'd say that there's a reason why the Cubs acquired him and there weren't many other teams that were fully interested. He got shelled his first two starts and then he was good. And then he got absolutely shelled last time. I like the over. You want me to pick between Stroman and Lyles? Just give me the over. <laughs> uh, yeah. Playing. I mean, he's been, he's been okay. Stroman besides the nine earned runs he gave up last time out. But I think there's a couple of ways. Uh, other than that, Mrs. Lincoln, how did you like the play? So. I think that you're looking at a spot where, once again, you have several ways to cash. Either Lyles gets shelled, which we've seen several times, mm-hmm. Stroman gets shelled, or you meet somewhere in the middle. So I'm going to go with the over. Okay. All right. Lyles has actually been good at home, which is weird, but yeah. that's. Uh... I can't say that's that surprising because they move the fence back. True. True. You can barely hit a home run to left field anymore. Yeah. That, uh, all right, so you like uh, you like Nestor over uh, Archer? Uh, Archer, Archer, Archer yeah, yeah, I know that one. I mean, it's not even just a matter of who's pitching. It's just the fact that the Yankees are the best record in the league. Minnesota's struggling. Arise got injured yesterday, so he's probably not going to be in the lineup today, and he's leading the majors in batting average. Okay. Twins have a lot of negative stuff going on, which, don't get me wrong, you know, they're still in line for a playoff spot. It's still early in the season. You're going to have a couple of slumps. But when a team overachieves that dramatically early on and starts to fall back down to earth, you got to wonder which part's the reality. Are they an average to below average team, or is the first month or so of the season the norm? And we saw with the Angels, they peaked a little bit early. I think the Twins might have peaked a little bit early. Yeah, that's the, and that's not what you want to say in June. <laughs> like, yeah, this team has already peaked. Is that your takeaway, too, or do you think the Twins turn it back around? Because I know that I was a little bit higher on the Twins than you were. I didn't think they'd make the playoffs. I thought they finished with around 83 wins, Yeah, something like that. But from what I've seen from the actual pitching staff, it's a slow burn, but it's 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 pretty noticeable, and the bullpen has been awful lately. So I'm not really getting involved, and uh, yeah. Okay. I, I, I'm, I'm going with Yankees or pass. All right. Very good. Um, all right. Let's roll on, buddy. It is time. It is Wednesday. You guys have, uh, you guys have hung with us and we shall reward you. We shall, uh, we shall do our thing. And, uh, we ask for a little participation from you. This is not a, uh, this is not an individual event. This is a cloud. This is a class participation. And we would like to see everybody out there grab those overalls, strap them on, get on your straw hat. I'm sure everybody has a straw hat by now. We told you where to get them. Uh, Climb aboard your John Deere, put your keys in the ignition and fire that bad boy up because kids, you know it, you love it. It's once again, it is time to bet the farm. All right, very good. Scott, there we are with our uh, our chapeaus, if you will. Um how we do yesterday? I know we had a farm play. How'd that go? We had the Yankees, minus one and a half, and they won by a lot more than two runs. Took a little minute, but uh, yeah, we got there. Cue to banjos. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. All right, very good. 
Well, we got another one cooked up for you today, kids. And uh, yeah, let's get to it. It is going to be the Miami Marlins laying a one and a half runs to the uh, uh, Washington Nationals. Sorry, guys, I had a little brain fart plus there. Money. What's that? Plus money. It is plus money at Caesars. It is minus one and a half plus one hundred five at Caesars. Nationals have not been good. They have uh, lost 18 of their first 30 road games. Marlins, well, they've been solid. They've been solid against the Nationals, especially as they've won six of the seven meetings so far this season. By Four of those six wins have come by three runs or better. Josiah Gray is pitching for Washington. Keeping with my theory of fading every pitcher named Gray, uh, he's made two starts against Miami this season. They have not gone well. 11 and two-thirds, 5.40 ERA. And finally, Sandy Alcantara is going for the fish. He has been outstanding, and he's been even better lately. His last four starts, 32 innings pitched. That's right, kids. 32 innings pitched in his last four starts. Speaking of the 80s, and he has a .84 ERA. We are back in the fish. They did it yesterday. And we think they're going to do it again today. Get your money down on the Miami Marlins minus the one and a half at plus 105. That's going to do it for the farm. Scott, any final thoughts? I just can't believe it's plus money. Nationals get killed all the time and the Marlins have owned this team. And yet you're getting right now. Can you say the pitcher in the best form in the National League? I was just going to say the hottest pitcher in the National League right now. That's probably a more, you know, condensed way to put that. But yes, I think you're probably getting the hottest pitcher in the NL and it's plus one. Really? Yeah. I, I don't really get it, but whatever. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. All right, kids. That's the farm. That's the show. Another one in the can. We appreciate you guys stopping by. Appreciate the views. Appreciate all the comments, especially. Uh, that's what makes it fun, and that's what really makes it fun for us. So uh, keep it keep it up. Keep coming by and keep checking us out. We do it every day, uh, 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central. Scott and I will be here as we help you guys once again in that journey to head back to the window. Take care, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow. Mm -hmm.